Welcome to Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Here you'll be learning ways to tap into your highest version of you, to create better habits, to find the inner goddess that's been hiding away. We are two passionate women who are borderline obsessed with self-development, with finding ways to live an abundant, fulfilling, purpose-filled life. By using our past mistakes and failures, fall-on-face moments, we help you learn from our experiences so you can better fast-track your way to living your life by design. We share topics like manifestation, self-development, mindset, habits, business, self-sabotage, time management, female entrepreneurship, quieting that inner mean girl, just to name a few. Stick with us if you want to tap into your truest potential and follow us for a real, raw, authentic, no BS approach on how to do life better. Attracting people like the female digital nomad looking to better her skills, the spiritual crystal hoarding gypsy who wants to better brand herself online, the stay-at-home mama who is trying to find her purpose again, the girl who is feeling stressed and can't seem to find the time to do it all. Or you are new to network marketing and need help with starting your business. You are not alone. We are here to help empower you, help inspire you, and remind you of your gifts and your power. We are your hosts. My name is Carly. I'm a Canadian girl living on a tiny-ass tropical island in Indonesia. I came from being an exhausted burnt out working two, three jobs at a time in hospitality to now working as a full-time wellness coach, network marketing professional, helping women from all around the world on how to run their business and life with heart and soul. Also a muralist, mentor, writer, blogger, digital nomad, from traveling to over 17 countries all around the world and finding any way to help other women feel as good as I do now with happiness, purpose, and legit waking up with excitement kind of life. And I'm Madison, another Canadian girl living in the lower mainland of Vancouver. I'm a coach, a mentor, and a professional network marketer. I'm a truth seeker, light worker, and a dreamer. I believe that every pain we go through is just a lesson in our expansive journey in this life. After experiencing trauma in my early 20s and embarking on an incredible yet terrifying healing journey, I wanted to find my purpose. Knowing I needed to help other women like myself in some way, I found passion in manifestation. I found alignment in network marketing. My purpose being to help as many women as I possibly can align with their own higher self and become financially independent. Join us every Wednesday at 9am and get to know us as we look forward to connecting and getting to know you. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. This is Madison. I am so excited to be talking about this today with you guys. We are talking about the beauty of embracing your uniqueness. So, I mean, I know for myself personally, I've gone through so many times throughout my entire life, even when I was very little, I never felt like I fit in. I was always different, the black sheep off into different things and had different views. And I just didn't fit into the status quo. Um, So how about you, Carly? How did you feel growing up? How did being unique 
benefit you? And how did you kind of own that and make it your own powerful uh, tool? Yeah, no, I felt, I feel the same way. I think that's why we're friends (laughs) and that's why we uh, connect. Um, I was always the black sheep. I was always a little bit different. I found like growing up, it was, I was a middle child. Um, I have two brothers and everyone around me kind of stuck with the status quo. I mean, like in high school, I remember everyone was kind of planning their trips to university, to college, all this stuff. And I, I'm just, I'm not against that at all. It just, it wasn't me. I was like, there's something different here. I don't fit in. I don't know what I want to do. I was more confused than anything. Mm. And I just knew I wanted to kind of, I wanted to travel right off at an early stage. I got very connected to movies and shows and stuff, sharing people all around the world. So I knew there was something in me that was restless and I wanted to be like a starving artist. Something about it when I was younger. I don't know why the starving part was (laughs) attractive, but I'm like, I want to live on the streets of France and paint paintings and sell them and, you know, live out of a backpack. I've always had that mentality, always, always, but I was a bit of an art geek. I had two art classes I took and I was more of a creative brain, um, but I put myself down a lot because I wasn't, I didn't feel smart enough academically. And there's a lot of people around me who were getting straight A's and I was a C minus B plus student, maybe in art class is about it. Um, but I always felt like I wasn't really good enough or I never really fit into a certain thing. I thought something was wrong with me until I started to travel at a young age. And then I started to see that maybe being different could be a good thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I don't think I always used it as a positive tool. I, it takes a while, I think, to really understand that your differences are a good thing. You know, it takes a and some people never do. Some people feel like they're always trying to fit in this box. So, um, have you ever felt that way? Like you maybe were forcing something or maybe we can get into that. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've talked about quite a few times when I was younger in high school and stuff like that. I had this like false confidence that was, I guess, more ego than anything. And it was really just like to mask the fact that I was different. I didn't like what everybody else liked, but I just kind of owned my own self and that in that sense. Like, and I almost just kind of was like, had this idea or mentality that like I didn't necessarily fit in. So, and I didn't care. I didn't care. It was like this like cocky thing that I was doing. It worked out for me fine, I guess. But in the long run of things, when I finally did like really start doing that inner work and I started to realize like, okay, no, my uniqueness is actually my, my like strongest quality. Nobody else is like me. And because of that, I can, I can show off these talents of mine and these things that are different to help inspire other people. I don't need to be like everybody else. And that's when we get into these really um, bad funks and we call that imposter syndrome, right? We're trying to show up as people that we aren't. And so many people struggle with that. We see it everywhere, especially on social media, people trying to be something they're not to get the likes, to go viral or whatever. And that's exactly what we do in high school. We're all just walking around with imposter syndrome, pretty much trying to fit in. But at the end of the day, I don't know when it was. I think 
after high school, I realized I was just like, just own who I really am because that's the most beautiful thing that you can do. Yeah, you definitely, it comes with time though. You know, I, I love, it's so true. I always look back on my high school days because I think that's where everyone's the most confused, mm-hmm. right? They're the most <laughs> confused, trying to figure everything out. Like I want to be the cool kid or like you're not and you're the freak, but also I find that the ones who are the freaks in high school are usually the more, most wholesome ones who like maybe knew who they were earlier yeah. on than most people, <laughs> right? So true. Yeah, if you look at it that way, they never, some people never tried to fit in is usually where they own it. And the older you get after graduation, you realize you're not in high school anymore. Like I friggin' graduated 10, 11 years ago. You know, I look back on how much time it's been trying to figure out this whole thing, this whole life thing, you know? And um, yeah, I think like that would be like the first piece of advice that I would have given myself is just maybe, oh, learning earlier on that being different was good and that not feeling super sad about it but I tried to fit in quite a bit and I was trying to figure out who I was and what I liked but I remember spending time with crowds of people where I just didn't I didn't know this at the time why I felt off or I didn't agree with a lot of the things that maybe the people around me did with the being judgmental and gossiping and yeah well, I fell into that a little bit, right? And I'm just, but I always knew in my heart, like I've always been a really big softie where I just felt really like empathetic towards people who were being like picked on, but I was all of a sudden in a crowd where people were doing the picking on and I was like, what am I doing? But I didn't realize until later, like it's okay to say no and to set boundaries and to find new friends. I just, it took me to, to go and travel and to kind of have that perspective change for myself. Travel like really did help me for that like just meeting new people finding out who who I am or what I love to do and embracing it um and not really compromising as well like my morals or my values to fit in you know when you like compromise who you truly are or at least there's something screaming inside of you I think people ignore certain certain parts or differences that they have and then you know, they're living such an inauthentic life and it just, it's sad, but it's true. And with the social media age, like you just said, it's, it's so hard not to put on a show, I guess. It's hard to get out of that, but it's just embracing who you truly and You're just authentic self, like your weird self. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I love how you said, like when you met new people traveling and stuff like that, because we do, we grow up and we live in this little town and we have our probably same friends that we had since elementary school or high school or whatever. And you carry those on through college and then afterwards. And then you're like, you know, are these my people? (laughs) Like they, are they? And then you go somewhere totally different and you meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, we click. You see things the way I see them because the world is so much bigger than this little town that you grew up in. Maybe the people that you're hanging out with and the circle that you're surrounding yourself with, like you said, isn't the circle you should be surrounding yourself with. And with the era of social media now, it is so much easier to actually connect with like-minded people. Like go find yourself a Facebook group with people that are like-minded like you or, you know, stuff like that. And which is so amazing, but you know, in hindsight, looking at that now when we were like, we didn't really, I guess we did grow up in the era of social media. What are we talking about? But it wasn't like it is now. 
yeah well I remember having like a flip phone you know yeah. like, like eight and nine of like I think that's when we're like what 13 14 when I first got my a first cell phone and there was like the Blackberry age but like my childhood was actually same with you probably like you yeah. know we didn't we didn't have that in like the I was born in 93 and throughout the 90s social media was not a big thing it was mostly yeah from 13 onwards you can just start to see so it was like 2010 2011 was yeah. I found the era where it starts to oh wait no way before that sorry 2007 is when I was yeah. 13 so yeah early 2000s onwards crazy so we had our own like insecurities and our own I kind of grateful that I didn't grow up in the age just because oh my god me too it's it, imagine again like people like being raised in the era of the selfie and the filters and stuff and that kind of stuff I know I'm totally trailing on with this topic but still like it it's where you end up masking who you truly are to fit in and I think it's a lot more pressure now in like this generation possibly like I'm grateful I got to climb trees and eat dirt as a kid and not compare myself to others <laughs> you know maybe that's the thing that helped me get embrace my differences maybe it's a lot harder for people but yeah you, you just gotta yeah find find your people like I started to connect with others and I'm and I realized that you know my people are out there like you know I don't it's quality over quantity as well like I don't I shouldn't want to have multiple friends that I don't really connect with I'd rather have one or two that I really embrace and and I have that now. It's it's quite nice, actually. And I don't have to change for anybody. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So tell me a little bit more about when you were finding your soul tribe, the people that like you really resonate with. So how did you really find those people and where did you find them? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I think it was my, I went on a solo journey for a while when I started to really feel the impact of working in an environment um, at specifically one of my old bar jobs that I had is when I felt very I was like grumpy I was in a and when you're grumpy and in a bitter state it's because you're not feeling aligned with like your atmosphere and like you're letting outer things get to you and I just was like angry and honestly I, I this is where I turned and found the vegan lifestyle and I started to see the world in a different perspective I was selling like steaks and burgers and starting myself with people who all of a sudden called me weird and I was being bullied because I didn't want to eat animals and I'm just like where where am I at like what am I doing like I'm not happy where I need to change I do but I needed unfortunately I couldn't find the happiness inside me at the time I couldn't I was very much in a victim mindset and I was just like I need to figure out my outer to like fix my insides that sounds weird but I, I needed that so I I booked a flight again and I traveled around and I actually ended up finding um, some really cool people in Bali like people who are not afraid to be different and weird and and yeah more on like the spiritual side as well where I found meditation and ecstatic dance which is like dancing with no drinking involved at all you just go out and dance in the jungle and it's like people it's weird man but I loved it I was like this is awesome like people don't care like they're just themselves they're expressing it's a different from societal norms which I found that I was wrapped up in and I, I was questioning everything um but then I found uh the, our network marketing business like our team and the people that I I began to connect with online and that changed everything because I actually found people who really cared about their health and wellness and who didn't just want to party on the weekends and who had wanted to create wealth. And I didn't even know what that meant at the time. I was like, what do you mean? I just make tips and I'm getting paid per hour. This is, 
this is my life unless I find something else. And then I, my whole brain expanded and I started to really utilize the online space to connect with my people and not resent it for being fake. I was like, I need to embrace this. Um, so that was kind of my journey. I would have to say that's, you know, over three years ago now where I really started to find my people. And, you know, that's a long time previous trying to figure it all out. So giving myself grace that it's okay to be a bit lost for a while, you know, and it does happen. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That's so true. And you know, we put this idea of us that I know we've talked about a lot of times, but, um, you know, the societal norms that we have to have it all figured out in our 20s, right? It's like, no, our 20s are for figuring it out. Like, you know, we're not, we're not, we don't have it all together and that's okay. Like, we're not going to have all the people that are right for us in our life. We're not going to have the business right. We're not going to have the house right. We're not going to have all these things. We're still babies, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just do feel like people put so much pressure on, well, it's just a feeling, you know? Like, I think everything is set up for us until a certain age. I just heard this the other day where, like, when you're growing up, when, in your, when you're younger, like typically your parents are there setting up everything for you. There's high school, your teachers are telling you what to do. More or less, you go to university, you're set up to go to school and learn. Um, and then you're all of a sudden, you're truly on your own. And this is where people get kind of lost because now they, they don't have their lives kind of set out. You know, you get a job and then you, you go and you have, you know, it's your choice if you want to grow from then on. Some people stay stagnant, that's it. Um, but, you know, it, it, we do feel like so much pressure when we like graduate from high school and, you know, this is it. We're in the big world now. And um, but I from my experience being a 28 year old woman and the people that I know around me. But again, this could just be my circle. Um, you know, I feel like in the 20s, it's just a time where you're trying to figure out who you are and what you love and what you like and just to embrace having fun with it and being lost along the way and not thinking you have to be perfectly okay by the time you're 22 years old you know it's just not realistic some people do hey it's it depends um but even now like I don't know I just always question do you ever really get it right you're just trying to figure out your life and like even if you do have it all you're gonna be maybe missing a a piece of your life where you want to grow and things may change like it's just life man I don't know things change um that's so true um there's actually something I I learned about that a few years ago where I was always feeling like trying to search for, you know, having it all together at once, but you never have it all together at once. Something is always going to be off balance. Like you're going to have your friendship, your relationships really strong. And then maybe your work's not doing so good. Like it's just, you're never going to be in perfect balance with all things and that's okay. Yeah, it, it's just, it's not, it just doesn't. It, and again, it's okay. And I think gratitude comes into this um, because even if you don't have it all figured out right now, it's just embracing how far you've come, embracing your differences, embracing being different, if that's how you feel. And just, you know, being grateful for everything that you do have or great, being grateful for everything that is in balance, that everything if you're good in one spot or you're so hard on the uh the gap that's missing and like fester in that and feel bad about that when there's so much good happening all around um yeah it's just where, where your focus is and your perception 
Um, so yeah, like I know this whole episode is more so about being different, um, but it does kind of trickle into a lot of different aspects of life of like trying to find balance where you fit in, uh, what makes you happy, all this stuff, but stick to what makes you happy and what feels good and do more of that and stick with your people. You know, um, there's always going to be someone who you may not align with. Um, maybe it's your family and you can't get away from them, or <laughs> it's just, again, you need to figure out where your priorities lie and where you put your energy and what gives you life and makes you happy. Cause some people just settle for less um, because they are not embracing who they are. And maybe you're still trying to figure that out. I don't know, I feel like I am too. Like, I feel like I know myself more than any other time in my life. Um, but again, it takes time, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Did you have like an aha moment where you started to realize like, hey, my differences really are my strengths like do you remember when that moment was um yeah I think maybe it's when I was at this festival in Bali again like it's this time of my life when I think I was a little bit nervous to what was it it was like a workshop and it was like defining your feminine power. And this woman on stage was like the most beautiful goddess I've ever seen. Red lipstick, red bodysuit, just like this power posture. I couldn't even explain, like, I, I will never forget this woman. I don't even know her name, but she changed my life. And she was up there just like telling us to do all these things, like scream and yell and try and figure out like, this dormant feeling you have on the inside growing up and letting it out. And I just remember laying on the floor in this crazy workshop, screaming and hitting my hands on the floor and like yelling and crying and just being like, oh my God, like, I feel like I've just been like holding things down for so long and it's okay to be weird and different and connect with these kind of, um, yeah, like people who are not afraid to be different. Like she said, it's okay to step into this. And from then on, things shifted for me. Um, I stopped caring less about what people thought. Uh, I realized, you know, if these people can do it, what, why am I so scared? Like, what am I afraid of? Um, yeah, that might've been the defining moment. It took a pretty crazy ass workshop to, <laughs> to help me out with that. But that's why I'm saying like traveling and getting out there and meeting new people is so important because um, maybe I would have found it eventually, but yeah, there was something about that space and being around people who are different um, and getting outside of your comfort zone a bit. That was a big moment for me. What about you? Do you have any moments like that? Um, mine's kind of different, but I was like healing a lot of trauma and um, that was like really deep for me. And then I started to really like fall into spirituality and have uh, what you would call a spiritual awakening. And I think that like my peak of my spiritual awakening would have been 2020. And at that time, you know, I used to get, I used to, um, I don't know, I guess like really think about other people's opinions a lot more. And in this time, I just shed all of that and said, you know what, I really don't care. I'm going to show up weird, wild, I'm gonna shake my body and teach people about shaking on social media. Even if I look crazy, I'm gonna say what's on my mind, I don't care. And that was a very empowering time for me. Um, 
And then also like right now in this time we are in right now, I am really also feel like I'm going through another phase of that, of stepping into a different version of myself right now where I'm shedding like old skin and I'm going like, and this new version of myself, I'm powerful in this, I'm that, and I'm stepping into it. And, you know, I feel like I've talked about this recently too. Like I, I had this phase where I was doing a little bit of imposter syndrome um, at the end of last year um, with social media and reels and all this. And I was trying to think to myself like, oh, I gotta be like this person. I gotta be like that. I gotta make a reel like this. But really what, what really stands out is when you're being authentically you and there's nobody else like you. When you are authentically you, people are drawn to it. People see the authenticity in you and it brings out the authenticity in them because they're like, oh, maybe they relate. They're like, oh, she's like me. She's showing that weird side of her. I can show that weird side of me too. And it brings this stuff out. So yeah, that's kind of a little bit about mine. Love it. It's so different, our journeys and stuff, but it all comes back down to, yeah, of like being yourself, being okay with being different because you attract your, your tribe, you attract your people and you give other people permission to be themselves as well. I think when the mission is bigger than just you and you realize it is a ripple effect, it's like, if you don't like all the fakeness and the, all this stuff online that you, that is a bit negative then then stop the train on that, you know, like be a bit different and risk maybe losing followers how silly that is, you know, risk looking silly in the eyes of people who are not ready for for your authenticity yet because some people are very triggered by people who are out there because it's a mirror you know it freaks them out like oh and then I can't ever be like that you know and it, it but that's not up to us on other people's triggers like I just think that if we're true to ourselves and that's all that matters and you we out the ones you know just are not your people and that's okay um, but it takes time to find your authenticity. I think you have to kind of fake it till you figure it out. I think maybe you, you're supposed to shed the skin and the layers of being like, oh, last year I actually was carrying a little bit. I didn't realize. Now you're like, you can own it and move from it and be more, more who, who you are. You know, now I'm like, you know, screw it, man. Like, this is it. Like, Mm-hmm. this is yeah I'm just gonna move here out. that's my big goal for this year is just yeah it's just more authenticity and and sharing your vulnerability and being okay with that and like whatever you know yeah I agree and I think you know when you are the black sheep where when you are a little bit different than everybody else you kind of go through these phases where you start to kind of get all maybe in your head or self-conscious or something like that because you're like oh, I have all these different ideas than everybody else. And even though these are like magnificent ideas because they're new and they're fresh and people aren't doing them, you're thinking to yourself like, are people gonna like them because nobody else is doing this? And when you get past that and you go, I'm thinking of ideas that nobody else is thinking of, I need to share this with the world or you know, whatever it is, your unique your uniqueness is really what the world needs yeah well that's how greatness is born that's how every person in this life that you see who are like 
who have done something crazy or they started out and people doubted them. People looked at them probably like they were crazy. They probably got many people saying, what are you doing? Don't do that. Stay safe. Like, but they did it anyways. It's feeling the fear and doing it anyways, because there's like this pull on you to have a different idea and be different. That's incredible. That's how every great person has become great is because they did it against the, the grain of what everyone else is doing. That's the point. <laughs> but we stop because it's not like everybody else, you know? Yeah. How many times have you been told, don't do that, it's not gonna work out or it's not a good idea? <laughs> Oh my God, so many times. Okay, quick example. One of the trips that have, has changed my life, like I volunteered at a um, disabled school in Peru for a few months. I literally Googled experiences and like any excuse to travel and I found this and I was going to be a teacher's aide with a, a school or like a big class of, of deaf kids and the teacher as well, I would help her out. And I was planning it, I got everything in order and I was working at my job currently and one of the customers came in and everyone kind of knew me and stuff and everyone's like, are you excited to go on your trip? And this one guy is like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Do you have any idea how hard this is gonna be? Like, you know, you're gonna be working in a, in a room full of, full of kids and stuff. Like he was naming all the things that like I should be terrified of. And he, but the thing is, he was projecting his fear on me, right? Of like, he could never do that. And here I am. And I, like, he actually got to me that day. Like, he put so much instilled fear into me. I'm like, even flying right now, you know, it's not safe. All of the things. And I realized, I'm like, later on, like, thank God I, you know, obviously I wouldn't cancel everything due to one person's opinion, but some people do, you know? And I look back just for one example, and that is a trip that has helped me grow and change more than anything because. That was my first trip of being of service to something greater than myself. And I, it broke me open. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. But um, if I listened to that one opinion of someone else's fear, um, I wouldn't have grown up and wouldn't have done it. So that's why I'm always like, take a pinch of salt, people's opinion, seriously. Yeah. You never know. It's always someone else's truth, I guess. Yeah. What about you? Oh, that is so true. And that is such an amazing story to use for that. For me, um, yeah, oh my God, I have so many, you know, any of my businesses I've ever started, oh my God, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. <laughs> when I went to, when I took my course for NLP, uh, hip, hypnotherapy, EFT, and time techniques, people were like, really? You think that's a good idea? You think it's a good idea to invest all that money in that? I was like, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely do. Do you even know what it is? They're like, I've never yeah. even heard of it before. What's hypnotherapy? And I was yeah. like, well, you know what? Tell you. <laughs> you should look it up because it's not worth my time explaining it to you right now for <laughs> this, you know, like, and now today that the, I, I couldn't imagine not doing that, but you know, sometimes I look back too, and the things that people were the most supportive of me doing didn't work out for me at all so everybody like as soon as I graduated um yeah like I think back to things like that like as soon as I graduated high school my parents wanted me to go and go into school right away so quickly so I went to school for makeup I went to Blanche McDonald great school lots of money 
And everybody's like, yeah, this is gonna be so good for you. This is gonna be amazing, this, that, that, and whatever. And I was excited at the time, but I ended up never doing anything with it. I went to school and all that. I did some like freelance work and stuff like that, but I never took it seriously. It wasn't some, it wasn't a passion of mine. And I look at other things as well. It's like sometimes when people are really like, yeah, you should do that. It's going to be good. Like you have to sit there and go, is that what I want? Is that good for me? Just because everybody else wants it doesn't mean I want it. Oh, well, it's so true. Well, it fits in the, in the box, right? It's go to like in high, after high school, you go to a good university and that is widely congratulated and accepted right? Of course it is. Yay, she's going to university. Yay, she's going to, but if it's like for me, I'm going to go to London and work in a bar. I didn't get as much. I just got more like, whoa, you know, like you're really going to do that? Like, oh my God, that's crazy. That's different and stuff. But um, it's so, it's just the things that are widely accepted. It just goes to show, of course you were congratulated and supported so much, but you were doing it because maybe you felt you kind of had to, or like you're exploring it, right? Um, and then compared to you starting a business, you're not going to get nearly as much congratulations usually from people where you go to university and you, you go for like five, 10 years, you know, <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah. Nothing's bad though. It's just like, you do what feels good for you, but it just, you know, going against the grain, if it feels good, honestly, life is about risk. Life, life is about living and taking a chance. I'm trying to figure out what feels right for us. And sometimes people will do what other people expect of them only. And I just think that that's what makes me and you different. And like people listening to this feel maybe they resonate. It's just, they feel like doing things differently is okay. And that's the life I wanna live. Yeah, exactly. Like you cannot live your entire life doing what everybody else is telling you to do and telling you is the right way to do it because you're gonna be unhappy. And we do not want you to be unhappy. We want you to live your most abundant, beautiful life so that you can just like be a badass. And listening to what everybody else is telling you to do is not going to get you there, let me tell you. No, it's just not living a life for yourself. You know, being a little bit of selfish in that way is important for you to actually lead by example and help other people because you feel good instead of living a life unaligned and for other people and then you become some people are like grumpy and bitter and you know all these feelings because they said no to a life that would truly make them happy uh and I see it a lot too and uh, older people as well and you know when you meet people and you're like how did you turn out this way like what happened to you yeah you do meet people like that I'm like what in the world what and now before it was like you know you're just such a dick now it's like oh my god I feel like sad for you I'm like what happened there must have been a moment in your life where something got to you and put you down um and then you carried on this way forever with resentment and I'm just like oh living a life of gratitude forgiveness finding my purpose going against the grain finding my true voice and speaking up for what I believe in these are the things I want to have to make a life that I feel really good in and it's not always perfect but it's worth it every step of the way (laughs) I promise you that yes That's so true. Oh my goodness. And that was really well said. I honestly think that we can leave it at that, babe. Like, yes. Yeah. And also, I think this could lead if, if you haven't, whoever's listening hasn't listened to our finding your true purpose, Mm. have a good other episode about that that may actually lead quite nicely after this one if you missed it. 
Um, but yeah, that's it for me. I think, you know, I've, this is such a passion of mine and ours this is why we started this podcast as well to anyone could have said, Ooh, starting a podcast is really hard. Maybe you shouldn't do it. Or maybe everyone said, said what you want to say. It doesn't matter. We just do it because it feels good. And we're, no one has said it like we have, you know, so just sticking to what you feel good in and, and just doing it anyways, please. And that's all I have to say. Yes, exactly. Just do it. Be yourself. Be big. Take up space. Be authentic. And know that you aren't alone in this journey. And like you said, that's exactly why we are here putting on this podcast. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And we love you guys so much. And we'll see you on the next episode.